0: everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, we got one uh, game in the books, Wiz. Great game last night between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the World Champs, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we will talk a lot about that game uh, as we do our wrap up of the week, uh, but, but definitely a great way to start the NFL season. Great to see fans in the stadium. Great to have football back. Very excited for that. Wiz, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm really uh, looking forward to this uh, podcast. I'm going to do this every single week about uh, just just focused on DraftKings we like salary wise, and uh, you get right into it.
0: Yeah, and you know we talked about this uh, in our preparation for the upcoming season. We felt that the world of kind of sports gambling with the mobile aspect of it in many states. Uh, and, and just the general nature uh, around fantasy sports, and how, how especially the younger generation. And I shouldn't just hold it to the younger generation because. There are definitely folks that have gotten frustrated with the whole injury aspect of fantasy football and carrying a team through the season and just find kind of the week-to-week for week, to week stuff as the more interesting stuff. So you know, this is more from the lineup perspective. We're talking about DraftKings lineups today. Uh, tomorrow we'll do a podcast that will discuss um, uh, prop bets and gambling and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, as Wiz said, we're going to get right into it today. So I'm going to kick this one off, Wiz, with a, with a quarterback that I own in a couple of different leagues – uh, from a from a from a I, from an expectation point coming into the season, high expectations, kind of ranking in the top seven. One of those quarterbacks, he had a great rookie season last year, and that's Justin Herbert. And I think the matchup, I never like a team that has to travel all the way across the country, opening week against the Washington football team. One of the better defenses and one of the more aggressive set of pass rushes that's going to put this new offensive line that the Los Angeles Chargers have put together, uh, and and obviously the reliance on, on on Herbert and what he's done for the season, but you know he's ranked in that kind of top three to five in terms of prices if you look at DraftKings, and I, I'm going to say I'm a little bit hesitant about that. I think the Washington Football Team's defense is going to is actually have something to say about this football game. Uh, I, I could see this game being a little bit more of a, a closely knit, closely fought game and not one of those offensive explosions. So he's one of those players at the high level whiz uh, that I'm going to fade this week.
1: All right. So you gave your fade to start off and I'm going to give my fade to start off with. My fade is going to be, and, and by the way, we need to just you know go over the salaries. Justin Herbert, 6,700 is a fade for you. I'm going to say the guy that's even at the higher salary. I'm going to say Josh Allen at 7,400. Um, the game against the Steelers last year, yeah, they the the Bills kind of you know pulled away from them, but. For the first four, five, six possessions, the Bills could not even get a first down. And they gave the Bills so many opportunities because the Steelers couldn't move the ball. I'm going to assume the Steelers' offense is a little better. And I predict that this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, I'm not in love with Josh Allen this year. Uh, this is going to just have to be a proven year again for me, for me to be a believer. <clears throat> but opening week, um, I'm going to fade Josh Allen at – seventy four hundred dollars so while we get into uh, well hold were on first a second guy?
0: i actually so just to be fair i actually have two guys to fade and that was my second quarterback to fade for the exact okay. re- for the exact reasons that you mentioned and i'll throw one Good. more i'll throw one more in there you know Yep. If you remember in the middle of last season, you know, there, there were a couple of games where Buffalo got a little funky. And I, I think in the playoffs state, that offense to me didn't look right. I, I, in that final playoff game, I, I think there was a little bit more inconsistency than we saw. And I think Pittsburgh uh, is coming with an agenda this year. I really do. Um, so I'm right with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fader of Josh Allen in opening week as well, 7,400.
1: All right. And I'm a, I have only one quarterback that I just love in the top tier. And I just love. Kyler Murray this week I just think he's going to light up that secondary of the Titans um and 7600 I know it's a a lot to pay up but I'll tell you the truth I feel much better about Kyler Murray at 7600 than I do Lamar Jackson at 7700 and even the great Patrick Mahomes at 8100 so my quarterback that I'm going to be using in the higher tier price range at quarterback is going to be Kyler Murray who do you love at quarterback
0: this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, I am I think we're going to see a Russ Cook aspect to this offense. I really do. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is out for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and for those reasons, uh, Russell Wilson in the confines of a dome, uh, as opposed to Kyler Murray. I, I, Kyler Murray was a close second, but, you know, I, I went for the fact that Kyler Murray playing outside, which is, you know, a little bit slower uh Uh, surface for the team to be running that fast-paced offense. So I'm going with Russell Wilson as a quarterback that I love for this coming week.
1: All right. And then I have just one other quarterback, uh, a little bit lower price range, that I I think he's going to be one of my staples this week in DraftKings lineup. Uh, At 5,300, I love Tyrod Taylor this week. I know he's not considered to be a great fantasy quarterback, and when people are looking at it, he's probably not drafted in most leagues. But I just think in this matchup against the Jags, I love Tyra Taylor. He could even have a rushing touchdown, and I think he's going to have some good yardage against that pathetic Jags defense. So down lower on the price range, this is the one quarterback also that I'm going to build my line of surround, Tyra Taylor, 5,300.
0: Uh, yeah, the guy for me is no question about it, Sam Darnold. Uh, you want to talk about a perfect scenario for a quarterback coming back uh, to this season where he leaves the team that he was playing for and drafted by. He's with a new team. He's got great offensive weapons. Uh, the price on Sam Darnold is $5,000. He's at home. I love Carolina in this ball game. You know what my predictions were on Carolina for this season, and Sam Darnold starts off with a bang in opening week against his former team, the New York Jets.
1: All righty. Before we move to running back, any other thoughts at quarterback? Or are you ready to roll
0: here? Uh, Just one other thought, and it's kind of in the middle of the price range, but I absolutely love Jalen Hurts this week in the Dome against the Atlanta Falcons. Those two Dome games that he had, he went berserk in those games. Uh, One of the games was against Dallas. The other one was against Arizona. I love Jalen Hurts this week.
1: All righty. Uh, Let's go to running back, and I guess I'll start off the running back. Uh, Out of the higher tier guys, I think there's going to be points in this game. I think, as I mentioned, Tyrod Taylor is going to throw the ball successfully against the Jags. And I think on the other side of the coin, James Robinson, 6400, is a player that I love this week um, against the Texans. And, uh, yeah, I see no reason why he shouldn't have over 100 total yards in offense combined and a touchdown as well. So I'm loving James Robinson. 6,400. Do you have anyone in the top tier of running back that you just love this week?
0: Great minds think alike Wiz. uh, Right with you uh, in the game last year. A couple of touchdowns uh, over 130 yards in in his second game against uh, against the Houston Texans. I absolutely love James Robinson this week as well.
1: And uh, I'm just going to give two more running backs, kind of in the high in the same range. One at 6,200, one at 5,900. I'm all about Joe Mixon. I think, uh, you know, as much as I love the Vikings, I just have to see them stop someone to believe it. I think he's going to uh, get a full workload, Joe Mixon. So I'm loving Joe Mixon at 6,200. And a little further down, I'm all in on Antonio Gibson this year. Uh, not only being a, an elite runner, but catching the ball as well. I'm all about that against the Chargers in this game. So as far as a little higher tier, you know, a little bit lower than Jim Robinson, 6,200 Joel Mixon, Antonio Gibson, 5,900. Any thoughts on either of those two or do you have other players in mind in that range?
0: Uh, I, I love Gibson uh, I think it's a good setup for him in this particular game uh, I, I really do uh yeah I, I mix in I, I think the one hesitancy I have just in general I, I, do, I would like to see a game with Joe, Joe burrow in this offense kind of coming back and, and seeing what it looks like before kind of jumping into it in week one that that would be my only comment on that was.
1: All right. Did you have anyone else in the upper tiered running back,
0: or yeah, I, I have one upper tier running back who caused a little bit of a stir earlier in the week, uh, missing a couple of practices on a stationary bike rather than involved in team in team uh, activities. And I guess I like the Washington football team in general in this football game this weekend. Uh, and I, you know, Austin Eckler at his price range and given kind of a little question marks around his his physical uh, condition coming into the game. I'm going to give a little bit of fade to Austin Eckler in this ball game, Wiz.
1: And I'm going to give a fade to maybe my favorite player in the entire NFL. I'm going to fade the great Nick Chubb at $7,200. And it's not that I don't, you know, it's not that I've lost any love for the player. I just have a feeling that this game is going to mean a lot to Kareem Hunt coming back to Kansas City. They may give him some more carries than they normally would. Not that I don't think he's going to have a good game, but at 7200 I am going to fade and take a pass on the great Nick Chubb this week.
0: Uh, And I don't blame you for doing that. I actually have Nick Chubb listed as well. My reasoning is a little different than yours. My reasoning behind this is is dictated by uh, the way I see the game pacing out. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a game where Cleveland might have to play from behind, uh, and it'll be a little bit more challenging circumstances for them against this high-powered chief offense, although the Browns played them very, very tough, as we know, in the playoff game. But yeah, the, the pace of the game is the one thing that concerns me about Nick Chubb, and for the, that's the reason why I would consider the fade as well uh, on Nick Chubb.
1: And I just have one other running back that I want to talk about. He's, you know, he, he's down to – he's prices at 4500 And I know he's going to be highly owned this week, but I don't care because I, the price is just so good on the player. I don't really care about ownership level regarding this player because I think he gives me salary leverage elsewhere. I just am loving Tyson Williams this week at 4500 Monday Night Football against the Raiders. Um, I know they signed – couple of guys to their practice squad and Latavius Murray to their uh to the to the you know the to, he's on the fifty three man roster. I don't really care about that. <clears throat> I'm loving Tyson Williams. Uh I love the price on the player. I think it's full full go. All systems go. Tyson Williams, forty five hundred, a must start if you're playing the DraftKings with all the games for the week.
0: Uh, I agree with that 100%. I I actually have the player listed as well. That collection of running backs that they've just signed between Murray, Freeman, Bell, I'm not sure which one gets on the field. There's certainly not going to be a knowledge of this playbook. I think even before the injury to Gus Edwards, Wiz, I think you felt pretty strongly that Tyson Williams was going to have something to say about this job. And this is an opportunity for the kid to step up in week one against the Raider defense that's not particularly good. I'm right with you there. The other guy I would mention as well at running back, and uh, he didn't play against the last year. He was injured uh, when they played. matched up against him. Ramondre Stevenson's thumb is banged up. Uh, James White is more of the passing back here. I, I love Damian Harris. I know Miami's defense is solid. Uh, I've talked a lot about Damian Harris on this podcast. I just think he kind of sets the tone for what happens with a rookie quarterback. I think I think uh, Bill Belichick will be smart about the way they game plan this. And I think Damian Harris is going to touch the ball a heck of a lot this week and make a big impact. He doesn't have Cam Newton stealing touchdowns around the goal line. And you're going to see the beginning of a great season for Damian Harris this week.
1: You know, I got to just say this. Damian Harris is probably one of the handful of players that you and I just see differently. Uh, I just view, I just feel Ramondre Stevenson at some point is going to take that job away from him. I think he's faster. I think he's better. I think Damian Harris is a good fit for that system. Don't get me wrong. He's like really a downhill runner. I just think Ramondre Stevenson is number one. Not you know reason number one is the is the, the the. because they traded Sonny Michelle, I believe is because of Ramondre Stevenson. And number two, I just bring he brings a different dimension. So I think we just have, uh, this is one of the players, I think we just have a different view. But you're not talking about the season right now with Damian Harris, you're talking about for this week. So we'll see how that plays out. Any other running backs, are we ready to move on to receiver?
0: Definitely ready to move on to receiver, Wes.
1: So, at receiver, I, some of these guys are high price owned. But here's the thing if I'm getting some salary leverage with Tyra Taylor and Tyson Williams, I feel I could use some higher price receivers here. And these some of these guys I just love, too particular. I love Calvin Ridley. I just don't remember a time when they play at home where Calvin Ridley doesn't put up nine for 130 in a touchdown. Uh, I just think that he is the comfort level, the guy that Matt Ryan is. Is going to go through, go to early and often in his game. I just am loving uh, Calvin Ridley. I know the price is high, but I'm willing to pay up the price for Calvin Ridley at 7,900.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you on Ridley. I, I see that game as being one of the higher scoring games this weekend. Uh, I, I mentioned Hertz in this game as well. I think Matt Ryan's actually ripe to have a, a, a much underappreciated season. He's completely underrated coming into the year. Uh, I love Ridley as well. It's not the player I want to talk to, but I'm just going to agree with that. Uh, I talked about uh, I talked about Seattle uh, and Russell Wilson, so I absolutely love DK Metcalf this week at the higher price level, Wiz. Uh, with, like I said, Xavier Rhodes not playing in this particular ball game and I'm going to go back to the Minnesota Vikings I, I I think you know you take away they're kind of restricted a little bit in who their third receiver option is going to be and Kirk Cousins is going to be forced to throw the ball to both Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson a lot and I think Justin Jefferson against a very weak Cincinnati secondary uh, puts a stamp on on a start to a very strong season that's the player as well that I love kind of at the top of the standings was.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, just when you look at this group of guys, it's hard not to, like, feel strongly about all of them. You know, we're just kind of cherry-picking here, but they all look good. And I'm just going to give one more in that top tier, and then I'm going to give a fade as well. Uh, I love A.J. Brown, uh, 7,100. A.J. Brown's kind of, like, been out of sight, out of mind, but I I think he's going to come out of the box, and uh, he's going to go wild against that. Cardinal secondary so in the top tier $7,100 AJ Brown and I'm going to give my fade of the week it's a fade of uh, you know one of the top receivers in football but I'm just going to fade him I'm going to fade Tyree Kill this week um I just feel it's one of these games where Cleveland is going to try and use clock with the run game I their defense is a lot better I think the guys that are going to Play well in this game, or stat wise, are going to be guys like Terry, uh, like Kelsey, and some of the others. I, I just think the Cleveland's going to take away the big play in that game. And I feel with time of possession maybe being a problem, I'm going to fate the great Tyreek Hill at 8,200.
0: Uh, same player, Wiz. Have the same guy, same reasoning behind it. Uh, I think particularly because of what the Cleveland Browns, and you know how I feel about this defense coming into the year. Uh, they signed John Johnson away. Uh, you know, Denzel Ward is an outstanding player. I mean, Tyreek Hill did have a pretty good game in the playoff game. He went 8 for 110 in that game. Did not score. Uh, the time before he played against the Cleveland Browns, it was a complete donut. Uh, I think he threw up a 2 for something like 15 game, believe it or not. I don't know if he ended up getting hurt in that game. I have to do do a little bit more research on that but but yeah I think this is a much improved defense I think this is one of the top defenses in the NFL I've said that repeatedly on this podcast and uh for those reasons I'm right with you a little bit of a fade on Tyreek Hill in this ballgame
1: yeah and then I'm just going to talk about you know a couple of lower price receivers uh I think Brandon Cooks at 5300 is a must-play for my lineup. I'm going to be stacking Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks, in a bunch of my lineups, and uh, getting salary leverage with those two players. Be able to really put some elite players in that group. So, 5300 Brandon Cooks against that terrible secondary, he's just going to get so many balls thrown his way. <clears throat> I'm loving Brandon Cooks at 5300.
0: Uh, Yeah, a good one. Uh, I have a group of four guys that are kind of uh, in that range, whiz as well. And and I will be spreading them out all over the place. One guy, I'm still trying to get my head around the fact that it's 3,400, especially with the news today. Uh, Traquan Smith is going to be out. Uh, Callaway, Marquez Callaway, is 3,400. If I'm reading that correctly, I I, I did a double take, but that's where I saw it. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., 4,100. Corey Davis they're not going to have they're going to have a bank uh, I think Keelan Cole might not play there's going to be no uh, Jamison Crowder I love Corey Davis at 5000 and I mentioned Sam Donald and you know what his former teammate with the New York Jets is Robbie Anderson or Robbie A as I like to call him uh, at 5700 I love Robbie Anderson this week those are four receivers that I'll be using across the board in DraftKings this week Wiz.
1: And uh, my last receiver, and, you know, I, I, there's a bunch of these guys. Like, I think Rondell Moore can if I love Kyler Murray. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to stack in with Rondell Moore as well. But, but one guy, you know, I talked about that, that Raven game. And the two players that I love in this game, like I said, Tyson Williams from the Raven side. I, I, I'm going to get some salary leverage here with Brian Edwards at 3600 It's just a guy that nobody is just really talking about the way they should. I think uh, he's going to be the 1A to down wall this year, uh, and he's going to be the second-leading pass catcher on the Raiders this year. So Brian Edwards is kind of like a guy that's almost at the bottom of the of the salary totem pole here, 3600 Give me all of Brian Edwards this week.
0: I'm not going to disagree with that. You know, you, you know, I have Edwards in a couple of leagues. I, I kind of bought into this kind of theory that he's, he's kind of come on last year was injuries that set him back. He actually had a very strong camp last year, but just got hurt early in the season and really couldn't get back into shape. So I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that in any way, shape or form was.
1: All right. We ready to move to tight end? Uh, yes, am. all right. So uh, I, I, there's two that I love and there's one that I'm fading. Uh, I know we got to pay up for George Kittle, 6,300. But this is a guy that Garoppolo just – he just wants to throw the ball to. And I, I like him this week a lot. Uh, I think he's kind of going to be unstoppable this week. So uh, I think George Kittle is going to have a big day with receptions and probably score a touchdown. He may even score a long one as well. So I'm paying up 6,300 for George Kittle. And then there's another player that – is going to be highly owned. He's going to be one of the most highly owned players in fantasy in, in, in DFS uh, this week. But Kyle Pitts at 4,400, the price is just wrong. It's outrageous. That price is going to change over the next couple of weeks. So I know he's going to be heavily owned. He'll be the, one of the most highly owned players in all of fantasy um, this week. But, I'm, I don't care. I'm, I'm playing him as well because I just think the salary is so off in comparison to what he's likely to do in this game. Give me all of Kyle Pitts at 4400
0: the, the price is stupid. I, honestly, the price is just so ridiculous it's not, not even funny. And I agree with you it's going to change. But, yeah, he, he's the guy looking at this price chart that I love more than any other player at tight end this week. It's a, it's a bad price. I don't understand what metrics they're using uh, just completely offside. So uh, I, I'm comp- I, I'm 100% with you on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're literally getting another wide receiver that's at the tight end position on DraftKings. So <clears throat> I'm all in. I just can't imagine um, that Kyle Pitts is not going to be a staple of most people's lineups this week. And my favorite is going to be Logan Thomas this week. Um, I know Curtis Samuel out, is out, and, and people think Logan Thomas probably get even more targets. That could be the case. But, you know, Derwin James is back for the Chargers. He is one heck of a player. I think he's one of the few safeties in the league that could give Logan Thomas some problems. Um, So as much as I like Logan Thomas for the year, I'm going to fade Logan Thomas. He's going to be my tight end fade at $4,600 this week.
0: Yeah, The guy guy I'm fading is TJ Hawkinson I I just think the San Fran-Detroit matchup on paper doesn't look terrific Uh, This is going to be the first game that this team gets on the football field. San Fran, one of the stronger defenses, gets a lot of guys back that they didn't play last year uh, because they were slow slammed with injuries but I I think it'll be a challenging set of circumstances for for Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell uh, in in his first game with this team and all the attention will be placed upon Hawkinson and he's going to let those receivers try to beat him and that's the way it's going to fall out and Hawkinson will be heavily, heavily blanketed in this particular ball game. Uh, one other tight end that I do like in this game um, uh, this week Wiz, is is uh, a guy priced on the lower end. I want to say around forty one hundred. Uh, there are some injuries in that in that New England Patriot. Um, uh, wide receiving core and I think as a result of Mac Jones under center I have a lot more confidence in all the pass catchers and I think you're going to see why Jonu Smith was signed to that contract uh, in free agency so quickly I don't think he was properly utilized uh, by the by the Tennessee Titans and I think you're going to see a big big stamp on that job and what it means for fantasy circles Jonu Smith is the guy that I really love at that low price range as well as
1: all right, and we have to be complete here. That means all the way from quarterback to defense. And I'm gonna give one defense that I love this week, uh, and it's against the rookie quarterback. I love the arm talent for Zach Wilson, but I just think he's gonna be prone to mistakes. The Carolina Panthers have shown that they're the type of defense that can make big plays uh, at any point in the game from all different positions. Thirty-six hundred dollars. I am loving the Carolina Panthers defense to have a fair amount of turnovers against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets this week
0: not going to disagree with that. I'm, I'm definitely not going to disagree with that. Uh, I, I, the one defense that I looked at, and it's against my New York Giants, uh, and I think Bradley Chubb playing would dictate me making this decision. Uh, I'm not comfortable at all with the offensive line with the Giants. Not sure what's going on with Saquon Barkley. But Denver at 3,200, very attractive to me. And, Wiz, and we talked about Denver. Probably the most prepared team coming into the start of the season as any team in the NFL.
1: And the one good thing about starting a defense against the Giants is you know that when your defense gets a sack, about a 98% chance there's going to be a fumble company to that. Um, so that's a good one. I definitely could see that one. Uh, I'll be sprinkling the Broncos as well at 3,300. So, uh, yeah, I think um, – I think overall, we had similar strategies, a few positions, some just different guys, but I think uh, similar ideas on fades and similar ideas on guys we like. And uh, I think we're going to make people a lot of money on DraftKings this year. I, I think we have like a little bit of an edge um, in, 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 in exploiting bad salaries. And uh, we'll be able to do that through the year. And uh, I'd like to do one more thing. Uh, I have a... Uh, suggestion for break the slate players these are a couple of guys that are at the minimum at their position that <clears throat> you feel or I feel we could do one or a few With you know depending on you have I think uh, at wide receiver the minimum is 3,000 and then at the other positions there are 4,000 so I have wanted running back and wanted wide receiver These are my two break the slate guys. At running back, I'm going with A.J. Dillon at 4,000. I think he's going to have at least 50 or 60 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. And at 3,000, Deshaun Jackson, who is going to catch a long, long touchdown pass from Matt Stafford this week. So A.J. Dillon, Deshaun Jackson, they're my two minimum break the slate guys on DraftKings this week. What say you?
0: So I I have three. I think we're going to see a little bit of a coming out party in that Philadelphia-Atlanta game. And Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the guy as a rookie coming out here and actually doing a little bit of partying in that game. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think you'll see him catch a bunch of balls, but it's going to be Kenneth Gainwell getting some attention. He'll be on waiver Wire discussions on Tuesday morning, so I feel pretty confident about that one. And the other two guys are at the receiver position, and there's two of them. One, you know, because I've picked them up in two different leagues. Curtis Samuel placed on IR. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a very good rapport with one, Adam Humphreys. They were teammates together uh, when they were in Tampa Bay. Adam Humphreys now a Washington football team wide receiver, $3,000. bucks. i have picked him up on the waiver wire in two leagues, and I'm starting him in one. So that's the one guy. And the guy that I'm extremely intrigued by, and again, because of the New Orleans situation, I'm not sure what position he's playing, whether it's tight end or wide receiver, but Jawan Johnson – is going to make noise in this game for the New Orleans Saints he's listed as a receiver he's three thousand bucks I'm not sure what's going on with Adam Troutman yet Wiz. so he could even see him at the tight end spot but the three thousand you he's still going to get credit for the player for his production but Juwan Johnson three thousand bucks the other player that I like for your break the slate players
1: love it love it all interesting players uh and we'll see how it, uh, how it shakes out this week and uh, <clears throat> which one of us can help people out there. Hopefully both of us can uh, <clears throat> do very well on DraftKings this week with not only the Break the Slate players, but uh, a lot of the players that we mentioned earlier in the podcast as well.
0: Yeah. And Wiz, you want to talk a little bit tomorrow? We're going to be coming out with our, we'll, we'll talk about the betting lines uh, and, and what we we'll are looking at there. We'll put some prop bets into that. And, uh, and we'll probably through sprinkle in because some people are kind of still going through the, well, finishing up their drafts or what have you. And maybe they have waiver wires this week. We'll probably talk about a few different opportunities uh, in that way as well.
1: Yeah, we'll cover free agents. We're going to cover the draft king. Uh, we're going to cover prop bets on players and uh, and also uh, sides and totals that we like as well. And uh, yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be uh, very very interesting. And uh, you and I have a draft tonight in a couple of hours, and uh, it's going to be very interesting as well. We have the number six overall pick, so looking forward to that.
0: All right, Wiz. Well, fantastic. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Hope you guys enjoy this new format for the season. We think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We want people to listen, tell your friends, make sure you're subscribing. But I think we give a little different insight than you'd see on most podcasts. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Have a great night, everybody. Wiz, speak to you in a bit on the draft. Later.
1: You got it.